0: Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And on today's episode we're doing the special book club. That's right. This is an extra podcast that I do every single month. I put it out on the last day of the week on uh, I'm sorry, the last Sunday of the month is what I meant to say. And this week I this month. I keep getting that screwed up. This month, that's right, cuz I do the book club every single month. Basically, I take a book I read it, I review it here on the podcast and I give you all the great information from it. What's really cool is on every single podcast that I do at the end, I'll tell you the other book that I'll be reading so you can follow along with me. Right? It'd be cool if you get the book as well. You read the book, and then of course, at the end of the month, you get to listen in and and hear the review of it and hear some of the main points from it. So it's kind of like you're really taking learning to the next level here. That's what I want for you. So it's a really cool thing that I'm doing. Hopefully, you can join along with me. Uh, And if not, well, so be it, at least you get an episode every single month that gives you a nice review. And not just a, a review, but I'm actually gonna be giving you like a book report, telling you what it's about and giving you my main takeaways from it so you can learn from it so it can help you with your dating and relationships. So this month I did the book called Speak to Win. How to Present with Power in Any Situation by Brian Tracy. So this is a book that I got recommended to me from a colleague of mine, and we were talking about public speaking. He said this is a great book to uh, to start on, and I'll give you my overall thoughts on the book. To be honest with you, I didn't love it. Uh, was there some good information in here? Yes. Uh, for me, I like to read books, and I like to hear stuff that I never heard before. A lot of the stuff that I heard in here was a little common sense. And uh, not too mind-blowing. However, I still did take away a lot of good stuff from it. I'm not you know saying to anyone it's that bad where you shouldn't read it. Uh, but there might be other books that are better, to be honest with you, on uh, public speaking. So this one was just okay. I didn't love it. It read very easily, which is nice and very quick, but it was kind of just like reading like a really long blog post. And hey, if you're into that, that's fine, but I like to read a book where it's a little bit more connected with each other. Um, also, this book is probably better for someone who is obviously giving a lot of presentations. So, this is very much geared towards presentation. That's a neutral comment, by the way. I'm not saying it's bad because of that. It just gives you the idea of what it is. If you're giving presentations for your business, a lot of PowerPoint presentations, presenting in front of big groups of people, small groups of people, um, multiple different groups of people where you're working within groups, if you're doing any sort of selling, this is the book for you to read now, of course, you know I'm reading this book, and I'm taking away things from it that you can be able to get from it in terms of how to get better with your dating life and I'm gonna be going over some of the best things that I took away from it in terms of that. We'll be going over that in just a second, but uh overall, do I recommend it? Not so much, maybe if you're really into presenting, but again, I just have a feeling, a gut feeling out there. That there are better books out there again, this came recommended to me and I'm gonna tell the person, hey, I, I wasn't so so impressed by it. Um, but either way, like I said, got some good nuggets for you and we're gonna go over them right now. So let's get into it. And hopefully if you are, Someone who read the book and you're following along, well, then you can uh, follow along here and, and maybe take notes in your in your book and uh, write some stuff down. Otherwise, if you haven't read the book, I suggest you take notes because I'm going to be giving you some really practical tools and cool ideas that's going to help you in terms of talking to and meeting women. So get your notes out, get your phones out, get your book out, whatever you got, and let's get into it. So basically, the big idea that Brian Tracy says is that good speaking this is a quote by the way good speaking ability will convince people that you are generally more talented and intelligent than others who do not speak as well and i can't argue with that i mean that's that's pretty spot on right if you have a really good speaking ability and you're able to get in front of a crowd or an audience or you can be charismatic in front of a group of people or talking in front of a group of people even if it's in a social setting People are going to view you as very smart and very talented because you can get up and you can work a room. There's something about the skill of being able to talk to people that is very looked up at, right? So if you see someone who can be a very good speaker, you're going to assume that they're pretty smart. Why? I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, just think about it for yourself. If you go see someone speak or you see someone speak very well, you're going to assume they know what's going on, right? They they uh, they're either well read or they've practiced a lot and and they kind of know what they're doing because they're able to present in front of people. So you do assume that they are more talented, more intelligent uh, versus someone who kind of goes up on stage or in front of a, a larger group of audience, even a small group, and just doesn't really have the knack for speaking. Right. So so he gives a, a good point there, and I think he's trying to say that to kind of convince you to read the book and and get into it. You know so. So you can learn from him, but uh, but I do agree with that, and then he goes into talking about the idea of systematic desensitization. Which I'm proud to say, this is a topic that I have talked about before to my clients, uh, to people on uh, YouTube who have watched my YouTube videos, and even probably to you who listen to my podcast. I've talked about the idea of systematic desensitization, which means that in order to Get over the fear of speaking, you can desensitize yourself and do it in such a way where you're doing it all the time. So, he gives the example of Toastmasters. Toastmasters is a national group where people practice the art of public speaking. And he says the more and more you practice public speaking through this system of going up and and being able to actually perform, well, then you will desensitize yourself as you continue to practice. So, I love this because this is something I talk about in terms of approaching women. A lot of guys are really scared to do it, and I always say use systematic desensitization. Get yourself in in front of as many women as possible and talk to them even if you're not hitting on them, even if you're just saying hello, even if you're asking for directions, right? Whatever it is, get yourself in front of them to des- desensitize yourself to the idea of talking to a woman because i know it can be very scary so that's what i took away here is is once again i've i've learned that you can use systematic desensitization pretty much for any kind of skill that, uh, that scares you, right so this is definitely something that 's scary to most people is public speaking so desensitize yourself by going out and talking to a lot of people and doing a lot of public speaking in this case i 'm more talking about desensitizing yourself to talking to girls who you 're attracted to because I know that's very scary uh, he also says here that your job as a speaker is to motivate and impel your listeners to think, feel and act differently and I really I love this okay so it says your job as a speaker is to motivate and impel your listeners to think. Feel and act differently. Now, here's what I took from this that you can use in terms of having conversations with girls is that you want to get them to feel something, right? When you're talking to a girl, you want them to actually feel. If they're just sitting there listening to you talk and they're bored, well, That's going to be a big problem, right? If they don't feel anything from you, if they don't feel differently from you, they're not going to be able to feel attraction, and it's not going to work out, right? You're not going to be able to get their number, you're not going to be able to see them again. So it's really important when you're talking to girls to be able to get them to feel differently from the point that you first started talking to them to the point where you are now, you know, getting their number or taking them out. So we'll be going over some ways to do that actually here. On uh, on this podcast, so I just you know hope you understand that that is something that's very important. Getting your listeners, getting the girls that you're talking to, to think, to feel, and act differently. Right, mostly I'm talking here about feeling differently and thinking differently because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to move them, not physically but emotionally. We're trying to move them. We're trying to get a reaction out of them. Trying to get them to feel something when you guys are talking. And of course, if you just go with the same boring questions and boring conversation all the time, it's not going to really do much, is it? So you got to be able to talk to a girl and you got to have some good conversation skills to be able to not to not impress them, because I don't like that word, but be able to uh, get them to kind of come out of their shell and think a little bit differently in terms of who they're listening to, because they get approached by guys all the time who are pretty... Pretty bland, so we got to get them to really kind of pop out and be like, whoa, who is this guy? Who am I talking to? Now, let's get into the nitty gritty here in terms of techniques and, and some really good tips in terms of speaking. He says this he says, actually, his biggest piece of advice for public speaking is slow down, pause, and smile in between points and sentences. Now, that's for public speaking. I don't think you need to necessarily do that to the same degree that a public speaker might because when you're talking to a girl or a group of people in a casual setting, you're not presenting per se, but I like this tip. Slow down, pause and smile in between points and sentences. Slowing down is huge. Okay, now I know I talk very fast on this podcast, so that's different because I'm trying to get a lot of information to you as fast as possible. But when you're talking to a group of people, you're going to be really charismatic if you slow down, and you take your time. Maybe you pause if you're telling a story, and it's good to smile in between points and sentences. I would say it's good to be smiling a lot throughout your conversation because when you're smiling, it's a really, really strong body language that signals to someone that you're happy, that you feel good, and people want to be around other people who feel good. So that's his biggest piece of advice slow down, pause, smile in between points and sentences. So that's definitely something good to remember when you're talking, whether it be in a presentation. Or a group of people, group of girls. Next, he goes into a technique called the windshield wiper method. And I love this. This is so cool. I had to write this one down because I think this is going to be really cool for you to learn this uh, so you can take it into your interactions with girls. He says, whenever you state a fact, follow it with a story, a quote, or an example. Okay? So, what is this going to do for you? Well, this is going to help in terms of being more interesting instead of being all about facts. You know, the facts about where are you from and what do you do. A lot of conversations that guys have with girls who aren't really uh, very good with girls or very new is they just state a lot of facts. Everything's very factual. There's no emotion behind it, there's no story behind it, right? They'll just be like, oh, I'm from here. This is where I grew up. Now I'm here. Now I do this. And they give them sort of weird timeline. Right? So, it's very important, very important that when you're talking to a girl that you use some sort of story. I don't think you need to use a quote or an example because again, this isn't a presentation, but definitely a story, right? That's what this is all about and that's what makes conversation really interesting. So, don't just talk about where you're from like, "Oh, I'm from here," right? So, for me, I'm from Chicago. But how long did you grow up there and how was it? What was it like for you? in terms of where you grew up. And for what you do, why do you like what you do? Don't just say, "Oh, I'm an accountant." Why are you an accountant, right? So maybe answering the question of why can really help here. So write that down. That's a good tip for you. Think about the why, and that will help you with bringing out the story behind some of your facts. So any fact that you have to give, think about when you're talking to someone, what kind of story, what kind of information, what kind of emotion, what kind of feeling, you know, what's the why behind some of the things that you're saying? to make it more interesting. Okay, so that's really cool. I want you to keep all that in mind. Now, let's talk about confidence, right? So, he talks about confidence because a lot of people have a fear of public speaking. So, he has a whole chapter on confidence in terms of how to feel more at ease when you're doing public speaking and for you this is going to be good in terms of speaking in front of the girls. So, one of his tips is speak from the heart again this is in terms of not getting nervous right speak from the heart and i i read that and i really like that because what i'm gathering from speak from the heart is basically you speaking from a place where you're comfortable in terms of what you want to talk about it's a lot easier to talk about the things that you want to talk about and the things that are interesting to you rather than just trying to memorize a bunch of routines or something like that right but speak from the heart speak about what you know what do you know about and you'd be surprised that when you speak into terms of what you know about and what you like and and speaking from a place where you're more comfortable like just talking imagine how you talk to a friend right when you talk to a friend about something you're speaking from the heart because you're just you're just being you right so I want you to start treating the girls that you're talking to as friends. No, not because you want to be their friend, and no, this is not going to land you in the friend zone, but you're going to be more comfortable speaking to her as if you were talking to a friend than if you were trying to impress her because you're talking to some pretty girl, right? So think about that in terms of not getting nervous, speaking more from the heart, talking about things that actually matter to you, that are interesting to you. That's what it means when he says speaking from the heart. And I think that we can all do this in our interactions to make them easier on us and, uh, And just make it more comfortable, right? And then you'll be emitting confidence when you're more comfortable talking to a girl. Another thing he says is the audience is on your side. And this was really cool because I believe that the audience is on your side even when you're going up to a girl, right? They want you to win. That's what he's saying. The audience is on your side. When you're going out presenting, no one wants the guy to screw up or the girl to screw up, right? They want them to win. They want to see a good presentation. They want to learn something. They're not there to just see some, some person go up and screw up. But the thing is, is the girls, they're also rooting for you. They're also rooting for you. They're not thinking that consciously. They're thinking that on a subconscious level. But that's the whole thing, is that they are on your side. They want you to do well because they want to meet a guy. They don't want a guy to come over and screw up and be a jerk or, or be weird or be unconfident. No, they want to meet a guy so they're technically rooting for you. They want you to win. So That's something he's talking about in terms of confidence. is Don't think that everyone is there to watch you screw up. A girl is... Girls are not that evil. Okay. They're not sitting there waiting for you to screw up. They want you to win. They want you to do well. So remember, they're rooting for you. And hopefully you're rooting for yourself because the next thing he says is the most powerful words you can ever say to yourself before a speech are, I like myself. And I read this and I was like, all right, that's really cheesy. But he says it works and you know what, at the end of the day, if we just throw away some of the cheesiness of it and just kind of listen to this guy who's done a lot of presentations, then maybe we can take this and and take it to heart here. He says the most powerful words that you can say before a speech are I like myself. and That's really cool. That's very cool. He says the more and more you say that, the more confidence you're going to have. So Before you go up to a girl, I want you to be saying that to yourself. Say I like myself. And he says to say it over and over and over and over in your head. I like myself. I like myself. I like myself. Because a lot of guys, they're not thinking that. They're thinking the opposite. They're thinking, I'm I'm an idiot, I'm scum, I suck, girls don't like me. This girl's gonna reject me. But if you do the exact opposite, think about what could happen, right? Because I know guys are tormenting themselves by thinking that they're not good people, that they're not attractive, that no girl will ever like them, that they're not worthy, right? But Imagine if you just reversed it just one time and you said, I like myself, I like myself, I respect myself. Because the more and more you think that, what's going to happen is the girls are going to respect you and like you. right? If you keep on admitting over and over that you're just a crappy person, that you suck Girls are going to see that. You'd be surprised. They can see that because it's going to be in your body language. It's going to be in the way you speak to them. But if you're saying to yourself, I like myself, I like myself, and you actually believe it, and you truly believe it, you're going to be changing your body language. It's going to be changing your tone of voice. It's going to be changing the entire interaction that you're having with the girls. So as cheesy as I found this off the bat, I thought more about it. I thought, you know what? This is actually genius and the guys need to know this. So I wrote this down in terms of my notes. I want you to write that down as well. Yes, it's cheesy, but I bet you it works. I never tried it. so I'm not saying that it's worked for me, but if this guy is saying it and he says he's done it before, he put it in his book, it must do something. And I know that thinking about yourself in a positive way is never a bad thing. So I like myself. Don't forget to say that. Next, he talks about visualization techniques, and this is something that I do know works because I've used it before, and I've read this in another book called "The Charisma Myth." Which I recommend as well. I'm not gonna be doing a book club review on that, but check out the Charisma Myth. And it talks about visualization techniques, specifically in the area of confidence. So he talks about when people are really scared to give speeches, one of the best things you could do is imagine yourself doing the thing that you're scared of and then succeeding in it, right? So in this example, he's talking about actually ah, visualizing you doing very well. On your speech, going up there and just killing it, right, nailing it. So you go and you imagine in your head what you're doing, and then you doing well. Again, it's not just you doing what you're doing, but you doing well in that thing. And that's what I want you to do as well in terms of visualization techniques. And this stuff actually works. It's crazy. I, I don't know how. I don't know much of the science behind it, but it really works very well. So instead, in terms of you know going up to uh, uh, give a presentation in this example, you're gonna be imagining. Yourself going up to a girl, doing really well, making her laugh, the interaction going smoothly, you guys talking about interesting things, you enjoying the conversation, you being entertained by it, and then you getting her number and successfully being able to text or call her and get her on a date. Right? So that's what I want you to do. The visualization techniques are very, very powerful because imagine yourself doing well is going to make you feel good about going up there. A lot of guys. A lot of people—they do not imagine what is going to go right. We all are, for whatever, just crazy humans, and we we imagine the bad parts. We imagine us failing, us getting rejected. We don't imagine the good things. We, you know, go right to our fears because, as humans, you know, we need to have fear in our body because fear helps us survive, right? So, so we got to overcome that because you're going to survive a conversation with a girl. It's really important that you use a visualization technique to reverse this and don't think about what is scary. Don't think about the fear because that's going to make you do worse, but think about what could happen that's good from it. It's going to make you feel better about going up there, starting the conversation, getting her number, doing really well. So Imagine yourself succeeding when you're going up and talking to a girl. Next, he gives some breathing exercises. Again, we're still kind of talking about confidence and we're talking about the idea of Feeling more comfortable going up to girls and emitting and that confidence. So, we're talking about some breathing exercises that he gives. And these breathing exercises will help relax you. So, just imagine you saying to yourself, I like myself. Imagine the audience is on your side. Doing these visualization techniques and then doing this breathing exercise, which I'll share with you in just a second. Imagine doing all that before going out and meeting girls or going to a bar or going and approaching a girl at a grocery store. Just doing that all really quickly. Imagine what that will do for you instead of what guys normally do, which is they see a girl, they don't know what to say, they get freaked out, they imagine themselves getting rejected, and then they don't do it. Right? So, all right, let's get into the breathing exercise because I think I made my point here in terms of confidence. He calls it the seven by seven by seven method. Basically, it's breathing in deeply for seven. It's holding for seven seconds and then exhaling for seven seconds. Okay, so breathing in deeply, holding it for seven and then exhaling for seven, seven by seven by seven. So do that breathing exercise. Visualize yourself doing really well. Say to yourself, I like myself. Remember that the girl wants you to succeed. And then when you go up there, speak from the heart. Okay So that's some of the some good stuff he talked about in terms of confidence. Now there's a few more things here that he talked about. Again, it's, a, it's a, not a big book, but a book that I, I really didn't take that many notes on because a lot of this stuff is about how to present in front of groups of people, and not much I, I could extract for you in terms of meeting women. Uh, so there's a few more things here. He gives some speaking techniques. He talks about slowing down, which I mentioned earlier. Remember, his biggest piece of advice for public speaking was slow down pause and smile in between points and sentences. So Here's his tips for slowing down. He says your listeners will have an opportunity to absorb and reflect on what you are saying. You also are going to sound more confident that way and if you talk too fast, it makes you sound squeaky. So That's his argument for slowing down. They're going to absorb what you have to say and plus the words as you know are very important. The girl has to hear you. She has to hear what you have to say. So, you need to slow down. You need to talk to her much slower than I'm talking to you right now. And you're going to sound more confident when you slow down because people who are really nervous talk really fast like this. But if you slow down, then you sound way more confident. Okay? And a way to do this is to actually practice by reading something very slow, taking a book out and reading it out loud very slow. And he has another tip in here in terms of reading something out loud. In terms of vocal power, which we'll get to in a second, but just remember, you can practice by reading and slowing down. Slowing everything down. If you practice reading something very slow, that will give you an idea of how slow you need to speak when you're talking to people. And It's going to make you look and appear more confident. Next he goes into vocal power. And If you have your book, I'm going to turn to page 123, he talks about building vocal power. So you can have a strong voice when you're talking to people. I think that's really important when you're talking to a girl, that you have a strong voice, that she can hear you, that you have a presence. That's what you want. You want that presence when you're talking to a girl. You don't want to be all weak and, and talking really fast and, and having a really weak voice. No, you want her to know that you're there. So he says, one of the, and I quote, one of the best techniques for building your vocal power is to read poetry aloud. Select a piece of poetry that you particularly enjoy. Memorize it and recite it regularly as you drive or walk around. When you recite a piece of poetry, he says, imagine that you are making a dramatic presentation in front of a large number of people. Put emotion, strength, emphasis, and energy into the words. Go slowly. Change the emphasis on each word in a line of poetry and thereby change the meaning of the line. Imagine that the words are like piano keys. I love that. That's so cool. That's really cool. That's going to help with your vocal power. So That's something that you can do and that's something you can practice in terms of slowing down as well. Memorizing a piece of poetry that you can say dramatically so it makes you practice saying something in a really good tone with really good power. Like he said, slowing down emphasis and energy into the words that you're saying. Now, Again, you don't have to go crazy and overdo it because we're not talking about giving presentations here. We're just talking about talking to people. but I promise you if you do practice something like this it is still going to change the way that you speak to people. Maybe you're not going to be talking to people like you're reading poetry, but at least it gives you an idea of how to change how you're already talking to someone to make it that much more powerful. And then he talks about pausing for power, and I quote. So this is something new we talked about slowing down vocal power, and now we're talking about another speaking technique called pausing for power. And that means that you want to pause sometimes in between what you're saying, which I like for stories by the way. I don't like that you'd necessarily do that throughout the entire conversation with a girl, but if you're telling a story, pausing is key. So He says this, I quote, when you are more relaxed, you speak more slowly, pause regularly and have a deeper, more authoritative tone of voice, which is what girls are, um, uh, the quote's done. I want to say that girls are attracted to that. They're attracted to the authoritative tone of voice. right? When you're more relaxed, he says you speak more slowly, pause regularly, and have a deeper, more authoritative tone of voice. So he says you want to pause, just like I did right there, because it actually makes people pay attention because they want to hear what you're going to say next. So pause for power. And I think that you can practice that pausing in the piece of poetry that you memorize. You know, just get like something that's five lines long. Don't go crazy. You know, get some poetry on the internet, get something that's five lines long, and see if you can practice slowing down. Your vocal power, speaking um, with emphasis, and being able to speak with a deeper and authoritative tone of voice, like I'm doing to you right now, right? Very important. Girls will be very attracted to that. So that's pretty much it. That is my big rundown, my critique, and my analysis of uh, of Speak Twin. I know this wasn't very long, and probably seems like I only extracted a little bit, but that's what these book reviews are about. I'm going to read the whole book for you, and I'm going to give you the best of the best, so you don't really have to read this again. Although I still think it's important for you to follow along and read the book. That. Um, That I get because it's just going to help you even more. You're really going to take a lot more from it because you're learning it for a second time. And the more and more you learn something, even if it's the same thing, you really, really understand it that much better. So I urge you to read along with me for the month. Speaking of that, I'm going to be giving you the next book for the book club, which is called The Paradox of Choice. That's right, The Paradox of Choice. And I think this is going to be really cool. This is going to be a very interesting book. It's by Barry Schwartz and it talks about how maybe. Why more is less? And I have some really cool ideas and I'm gonna be extracting from this book that is absolutely gonna be helping you with your dating life, even though it doesn't seem like it. But I would check it out, The Paradox of Choice, Barry Schwartz. I'm gonna be delivering this book review on let's see august twenty seventh, so that's when you'll get it. And hopefully you can follow along with me. So go get that book, *The Paradox of Choice*. I hope that this helped you. And if you like the book reviews, please leave a review on the podcast and let me know what you think of the book review. If you're listening to it on iTunes, it's really easy. Just press reviews, write a review. Uh, if you're on Stitcher listening to this, and you can do the same thing as well. I want to hear your comments on it. And uh, hey, I'll shout you out. Or I'll read your comment aloud, even if it's bad. I don't care. I want to hear more about it. So. Go ahead and leave a review for the podcast. Let me know if this is something you like. I uh, hope that you, you enjoyed learning about speaking because this is all about how to talk to girls, right? But next week we'll be going into a whole new, uh, whole new shift here with the paradox of choice. So go at that, and thanks for listening. And I'll see you on uh, the next podcast. Thanks.